So before we get started, I want to tell you about the best thing that has happened to the podcasting world, and that is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. You can go to anchor.fm slash start and join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. You can even find it on the App Store of any iPhone or Android. The app is called Anchor. That's A-N-C-H-O-R. Number 29, I gotta love it, man. Yeah. All right, well, Detox America podcast number 29, and today I'm feeling good. We've had some really good discussions. We have a uh, pending civil war. <laughs> we have... Feeling pretty good about that? Man. Uh, dude, let me, let me be super honest for a second. Like, <laughs> I've looked forward to every apocalypse that was supposed to right. happen yeah. so hard. Dude, I... I, I relate with you on that because this is this is the thing is like obviously I don't want people to, to die, die and I don't want people like, to suffer but I do want things to get shaken up yeah um, whenever I was a kid I've been saying the same thing yeah yeah and and whenever I was a kid like my biggest thing was like these are the rules let's shake them up a bit mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah. I've always been mischievous always I've been always, that way I've always, always liked to like to push the envelope right and and something about society as we know it collapsing is just very it's exciting got, it's got that that um that appeal to I don't want to say fantasy but it's 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 like something about the the entire system just being dismantled whether like manually like a like like our society does it or some apocalyptic event you know what i mean yeah well, it's kind of so, it's romanticized like there's yeah, something yeah, romantic it's, it's about just, it it's it maybe you watch too many movies the, or the end of an era yeah the would would be nice to, to witnessing to end this era history. and move into the next era right just it that, that's 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 as much as i can say about that without like sounding morbid yeah because again like the, there's no rational part of my body that is like apocalypse. Yeah, but that, that thousands, kind of, millions of people dying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, it's. I mean, I I definitely relate, and I've been saying the same thing for for as long as I can remember. It's, do you it's, remember? It, do you remember in 2011 when uh, the zombies were supposed to happen? There were. We had a potential zombie outbreak. Yeah. So, um, and I was, I think, 15 or 16 at the time. Uh, 2011, so no, I had to have been like 16 or 17, I don't know. Um, so, me and my friends all got together, and we had this one friend of mine who was just like a knife freak, because he wasn't old enough to be a gun freak yet, and so he had just like, and also he was involved in martial arts, he's actually the one who uh, referred me to the, one of the instructors that I uh, 
got my my black belt in kenpo karate under he's uh he's the one who referred me to him and um when we were like like i said like 16 17 we all stayed at my house it was like may something like may i want to say 12th or like 25th the the two was in there um and uh we had been reading articles for weeks about how there was some kind of apocalypse that was supposed to happen on this exact date. And it was all bullshit, right? Probably. You know, I don't think we even knew how to like distinguish sources. Like, I, I'm pretty sure we all believed every single thing we ever read on the internet. Right. And um, we stayed up almost all night, uh, just like living it up. Like, last day on earth. <laughs> you know what I mean? We had we had uh, this, this huge box of just knives and swords and slingshots <laughs> and like shovels awesome, and, and like dude we had a whole apocalypse team dude uh, that's awesome and no, we I don't woke that. up well we woke up we woke up everybody in the house we were all like hungover and shit uh, <laughs> well like the 16 year old version of hungover right um and then went out on my lawn and literally waited for like six hours dude just like for fucking the yeah, undead just like, to just start yeah. walking around exactly start hacking literally off, just dude. just waiting for zombies to come and we all knew that there weren't gonna be any zombies but uh, we wanted like, so yeah. bad <laughs> and then 2012 was the very next year and nothing happened yeah yeah dude like literally there there weren't even like really bad things happening. i mean i think 2012 was that was that the year when coney Coney was a big thing. You remember the yeah. the, the, the child soldiers yeah, kidnapping yeah. guy? I don't remember Whatever if happened that, that guy. was 2012. I don't know, dude. I really don't know. Um, it seemed like back then, those kind of... Th- I don't know. Maybe it was because we were younger. Mm-hmm. But it didn't seem like those things... Those things seemed kind of trivial compared to the turmoil within our nation at this point. Like now. You mean in, in retrospect, or, or yeah. just at the time, like, you didn't feel as urgent as you feel now? In, I guess I don't feel, it didn't feel as urgent as everything does now. And like I said, it might be because we were so young. Yeah, yeah, probably. But. Probably had a, had a significant amount to do with it. Yeah, and I, I still don't, even at that time, and that's what I was kind of saying to Jonathan uh, yesterday when he posted, uh. Or he said that he doesn't remember any riots or anything when Obama was elected in 2008 or 2012. Um, I was like, there was definitely a lot of post-election ignorance. A lot of dumb shit was going on. Like mm-hmm. I said, like the, you know, people were Hanging burning dummies, dummies of yeah. uh, Obama. And there was definitely a lot of ignorance, but... Things have drastically changed. It doesn't seem like that long ago, and it wasn't. But things have drastically changed since 2008, 2012. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, basic, it's a completely different world, almost. Well, and I mean, something that I think a lot of people uh, don't realize about people, us people who uh, never really liked the government to begin with, right. um, like historically throughout our entire life Mm -hmm. is like for me personally like when when obama was president like sure he 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 is a cool guy and carries himself well and all of that but that's when i started hating the government you know what i mean when i started hearing about like drone strikes and i said yeah how 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 many you know innocents died under Mm -hmm. you know his his yeah drone strike campaigns and and i will admit it's like he on the surface he was this 
you know, upstanding, like the kind of guy that everybody wants to be, calm, Diplomat. collected, yeah. uh, articulate, and uh, fun. Mm-hmm. But behind all that, there was a lot of that yeah. kind of eye-opening, like, holy shit, like, really? These kind of people can put on these masks and and trick us into loving them? Yeah, because you got to remember, like, all of this, like, the Snowden stuff, yeah. the drone strike right. stuff, the, uh, you know... Surveillance state, just fucking... Yeah, yeah, there was there was a whole bunch of... And, I mean, obviously, the, the conspiracy theories back then were, you know, equally as crazy. Yeah. Uh, I remember, like, uh, like the heart machine. Did you ever hear about that? I'm not sure. Um, it's this uh, machine-slash-facility. I think it's in Alaska. And, um, God, what is it? It's H-A-A-R-P. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what was it? I used to know what the acronym was, but essentially it was this... It, it, it does something like measure... Uh, particles in the atmosphere or something like that mm-hmm. or send some the the speculation was that it was like mass mind controlling everybody and like broadcasting didn't it, like didn't it, uh joe rogan on that uh sci-fi show that he had joe rogan questions everything didn't he go over there i don't he think would... i've ever seen that show really? i didn't even know it existed it's no. pretty cool it's uh him and duncan duncan trussell hmm. uh duncan trussell the yeah 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 uh, comedian slash podcaster slash midnight gospel yeah uh, slash guru slash he's he's got a lot of a lot of positive hype i i actually don't know a lot about him i I love i've never watched one of his podcasts i've watched him on joe rogan show it's great i mean it can get pretty woo woo but, (laughs) but like the way he goes about it is so genuine and sincere and if you if you watch technical difficulties we were talking about uh duncan trussell duncan trussell i've been listening to him for a very long time and and like i said every uh from midnight gospel those are all clips from his podcast Mm -hmm. and so when you're when you're listening to his podcast you're gonna get a lot of stuff like that um i think uh all around great dude i believe i think the fun thing about uh those super creative uh you know Super creative, pretty funny, uh, kind of out there shows. You know, you got your your uh, Midnight Gospel, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. You got uh, you know other shows like that. I think before that, you know, you had like Aqua Teen Hunger Force, uh-huh. and you know what I mean. Uh, a lot of those Adult Swim shows. Uh, I think that the like pseudo woke crowd that like follows them is always so entertaining but also so just like hard to be around you know like i can't yeah i can't go out in public and say stuff like but the people oh, i think rick and morty is a great show because then some like really annoying person right. is going to come try to talk to me about no it. i i completely you see agree what i completely agree but it's like the creators of those shows though i think are on like a very intelligent level of comedy and understanding of mm-hmm. the world well uh, I, I was talking to somebody i don't remember who it was or when it came up but about uh, i think futurama was it was it you i don't know i love futurama but uh well there's like there was like doctors and and like people with like phds like who are actually writing who are who are writing that show right. and um 
I can't remember the number, but it was like, I want to say it was like 12 PhDs among the writing wow. staff or some, you know, crazy number like that. Um, and they're, they're the ones who are, who are writing this stuff, who are, you know, delivering this like, at times, really lowbrow humor, but also at times just like, it's, it's very cleverly put together, obviously. Right. The joke, there, there's some, some underlying highbrow jokes as well. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, the uh, the the creative minds and the the outright intelligence and and perception of society and culture that is exhibited by these shows attracts all these people who are just learning about it through a cartoon. Right. And so it's like, man, I without this. doing any exactly. other kind of like so going and like, getting PhDs themselves, yeah, or, yeah. or even reading a damn book. Right. It's like, and it's it's a, you know far be it from them to to actually you know extend beyond. Uh, a cartoon or you know at least right. at least entertain the idea of of deepening or widening their perceptions multi dimensions like like you right. get from like Rick and Morty or you get from uh Futurama or Midnight mm-hmm. Gospel a lot of these ideas of exploring there's a lot of that just like exploring and, and don't get me wrong i am the the passive you know consume uh, the the material without looking necessarily way deeper into it unless I feel like it. Um, but I don't go around telling people that I'm cool or smart because I like this stuff. You right. know what I mean? Absolutely. I don't, I, don't, I don't go around trying to assign a higher level of being to my identity right. via woke cartoons. That's, you know? a, that's so. a good thing. That's a really good thing. Um, and, and there's definitely, especially with Midnight Gospel, there's mm-hmm. definitely been that uh, kind of person developing in woke society now mm-hmm. of uh, you know wanting to be a, a higher conscious version of the and which is mm-hmm. a great goal mm-hmm. go for it but Please, don't be yeah, so it, I mean but it's, it's that it's that paradox where you you chase something so hard that you never achieve it yeah like I mean, when talk when people you're seeking talk about enlightening enlightenment and you you can't uh, let go of your ego. Right. And well, and I was going to say, like, even the people who are, like, saying uh, the goal is to, you know, completely get rid of your ego or crucify your ego. Or, like, even they'll, they'll say, you know, um, you're so egotistical. They'll start, start judging people about other people's ego. And they're projecting. And like you're projecting your yes. own ego. Like, or even the pursuit of being egoless your ego gets tied up in that like you just will you can't get rid of the ego Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you can't it's a great pursuit and you should there's a lot of work i think that needs to go into understanding it and uh controlling it in a lot of ways uh and bettering yourself but you just have to understand you have to come to the realization that it's a part of who we are Mm -hmm. and it's never going to go away um But you should definitely learn to tame it, like any faults that you have. You should definitely observe those, yeah, understand yeah, them, and work. Yeah. But there's always going to be another thing that you have to work on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah. So, uh, fucking, what about last month's podcasts? How do you feel? Man, we had we've had some pretty cool conversations. You know, I thought it was pretty cool to get to talk to my jujitsu instructor after you know a couple of years now overall talking about jujitsu and yeah. competitions and overall my favorite podcast so far yeah that was a really really awesome conversation 
and uh, definitely felt like I learned a lot and helped. You know, I, I, I don't have any shortage of enthusiasm for uh, for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or for competition. Did or, you have anybody else from the gym who listened, come and talk to you about it? Or? Not, like, sit down and talk about it, but, like, you know, in passing, like, oh, I watched the episode, or oh, that was, you know, that was dope, or, Pretty like, cool. the fire emoji in response, you know right, what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> so I've gotten, I've gotten some feedback. I haven't gotten, like, anybody who's, like, sat down and, and really, like dug into what was what they learned from the episode or anything like that but you know well we'll get there (laughs) um and then you know changing gears and and having a self-described conservative libertarian right gen z uh all-around smart and and well-behaved dude um yeah come on and talk that was that was a very interesting conversation you know there was it was interesting to be able to have a conversation about uh topics that you know, people sit on other sides of mm-hmm. and like just kind of talk all the way to the middle, you know, mm-hmm. and meet, um, meet each other in the middle and then right. And I mean, even challenge each other on different ideas, even and, without. And the, the thing is, like, everything becomes everything uh, in modern discourse becomes so much about shutting down the other person um, and being able to cope with the fact that not only does somebody disagree with you but that uh their reason to disagree with you is you know uh, uh as valid to them as your reasons to disagree with them you know what i mean right being able to discover being able to perceive that in real time is is i think i think critical to not only being able to cope with people disagreeing with you because a lot of people just can't a lot of people are just you know i'll block you or I'll never talk to you again. Right. Or, you know, I'll, I'll arrange my entire life in a way that You're eliminates you from it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but I was telling I was telling uh, somebody about this recently is just yeah you know, I'm I'm never gonna do that. I'm never gonna block somebody mm-hmm. because you can't block the things that you don't like about people. Absolutely. It's gonna keep coming up. So like I don't want to play whack a mole and be like I don't like this person's attitude. Or to I cannot deal with this person's attitude. I have to eliminate them from my vision and then then you're completely removing any kind of challenge or adversity and that's kind of like what we talked about exactly and you're and you're eliminating the chance of a resolution right you're eliminating the chance to learn you're eliminating the chance of a resolution and honestly i think that is why we are at the state Mm -hmm. that we are in now in our nation is because previous generations did not discuss they'd rather put it in the back of their mind you know out of sight out of mind they would remove any of those i mean it's a weird mentality that previous generations had uh i mean we wouldn't and they like to complain about the state that we're in now and it's like well what did y'all do to make like isn't this a result of all of isn't this a result of previous generations Mm -hmm. where we are now yeah, I mean, and their lack of there, there's a there's a large portion of issues that we have today that I personally feel were as preventable as any other issue in the in due the, to neglect of yeah yeah overall. But at the same time, you know, you you gotta cut the slack that you gotta cut in the form of acknowledging, you know, first of all, general ignorance. You know, there's not there's there's nothing to state that anybody knew better enough to have done something about it beyond what had already been done you know that's that's how history right. was already made right. is you know the 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 forward thinkers coming you know 
putting putting their best foot forward and and uh, making change and making progress, you know. So all of that is great. You got to give them credit for that. But um, I think the the biggest thing that's surprising people is how much work there's still left to do. You know? Yeah. Uh, uh, like how how not done we are. How not perfect the nation is. How not uh, um, praiseworthy necessarily. Um, I think most level-headed people are thinking that way, mm-hmm. but anybody on the fringe left or on the fringe right think that it, to to you know make America great again assumes that we you know like I I always ask like what time period do you want to go back to? Mm-hmm. Um, because there's still so much we've come a long way mm-hmm. and made a lot of great progress and there's still a lot more progress to be made. Why not just make America great? Mm-hmm. And I, I think America's been pretty damn good, pretty damn great uh, in, in the grand scheme of things, but there's always things that we've needed to work on and there's always going to be things that we need to work on. Mm-hmm. Um so let's make America great for one, <laughs> for one, period. Yeah, yeah, and I mean the thing is, um, and this goes back to something I've probably said a thousand times already on the show by now, but um, make it great for everybody, you know. Yeah. Like uh, absolutely, and, and and there's, it's so impossible to make it great for everybody in the sense that you're going to make everybody happy, but provide, you know, provide the infrastructure, provide the. Uh, attention provide the the uh, uh, govern, governing of of that that the government is supposed to provide. You know what I mean. And you know, obviously, there's steps that the community can take as well. And uh, you know, it, it's, I think it's, that, it's a work in progress, and it's it's a it's perpetual. It's not. I mean, I think for the most part, I think we do have to get back to a point where it's it is more about community about our you know, not just, like, our individual states, but our individual communities, towns, cities, being involved in politics in that way. And that's kind of been, that's kind of where I'm at now is what can I do to make the town I'm in better? Who mm. can, what kind of votes can I, can I put forth uh, on a city level or on a state level? Uh, because it seems like at this point, Voting for the highest level, like only voting for presidents every time there's a an election every four years, mm-hmm. or you know, uh, whatever elections happen midway, you know, like midterm elections, whatever. Like we need to pay attention to all of those things and not just the when the when it's their fourth year and there's a new election. It almost seems like when it comes to that, we know that that system is flawed and we know that system is broken. Uh, but how do we change it? We start at the smallest level and and we when we when we make great changes in our communities uh you know four eight to 16 years mm-hmm. from then those people are at the higher levels and they understand the change that need to be made did you have you is this is this like a recent enough epiphany that you haven't had a chance to act on it yet or is it yeah yeah, yeah because <laughs> I, was about well, I, to mean, say. <laughs> it, I mean i'm we're we're ever evolving and ever you know coming to uh better understandings and realizations and you know for the most part i'm not ashamed to admit that i've never been a voter mm-hmm. i still to this day i'm mm-hmm. not it's election day. <laughs> it, i was gonna and, ask if you like somebody already asked, people have been asking me like especially my more uh uh 
hardcore friends, I'll say, uh, because, you know, obviously I, I'm, I'm pretty vocal about, um, how you feel about things, social issues yeah, and pretty yeah. vocal about, you know, uh, uh, finding out, you know, getting to the bottom of things, but I don't play the game, you know what right. I mean? Um, that, I and that's been my mentality this whole time. I haven't voted. I, it, 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 this year I had a vague urge. Yeah. It was more like, uh, maybe I'll vote this year. But then like just the slightest inconvenience. And if I, just like, uh, if I do on that level, on the highest level, I'm going to go vote third party and that's might be what I start doing. Uh-huh. Uh, even though like people say it's a wasted vote and uh whatever but i think more people need to do it for for them to get a platform i want to believe in voting so bad yeah me too like the the idea of like the the idea of of the direction of the um country and the direction of our society is in our hands moving into the collectively agreed upon uh, direction is is very uh, enticing, but again, I haven't, I haven't, uh, I I've been kind of, I guess you could say like like just boycotting the game. Um, it's you know it might be due to a to a overall ignorance about the the system that I'd be playing into. Mine is mistrust. Uh, but I was exactly that's where I was going with it is that I, I don't I haven't been presented with enough information to uh, give me any confidence in it you know right. so for me you know uh, my, I might get some angry messages after this especially um, if if the margins are as close as they're supposed to be mm-hmm. and uh, whoever side doesn't win um, I know I know I'm gonna get some heat for it some flack for it I always do it's it's pretty it's a pretty consistent thing like people are like yeah. hey. This is your civic duty, you know? Um, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with voting. I don't think that anybody should uh, be, you know, I, I don't advocate to not vote. I think that if you want to vote, please vote. As a matter of fact, most of y'all, like, go ahead and go vote. Yeah. And then, <laughs> um, but most let, me, people, let me know if it works. Yeah. And most <laughs> That's people, my thing is, is just, you, yeah, if, if you can show me that, that it works, then, then please go. Keep, keep doing it. People are going to try to shame you and uh, you say, like, which doesn't matter to me, uh, but they're gonna be like, "Well, if you didn't vote, then don't complain about it." I was like, "Well, for, I'm I not. still live here. <laughs> yeah. I will, well, like, 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 I'm gonna, I'll probably, I'll bitch about whoever the president is. Uh, either way, uh, I'm gonna bitch about the system. Either way, as long as the system is broken and not working for me or for any of us, I'm, I, I'll, I'll, I'll bitch about it. And that's why, like, I've come to the realization is like, if I do want change i'd rather start from the bottom mm-hmm. and because at at the top right now is just way too um broken and, and i want to if i'm going to start voting i'm going to start voting people in the lower positions who actually do want change mm-hmm. who actually do care about their communities um and who are actually uh working towards change who are part of their communities um who understand struggles that we've been through um and and those people who are putting in the hard work every day to to make a difference. Now, with that being said, um, sorry, I, I just had a sudden thing. I want to make sure I we touch base on this before we move on. Um, in the defense of 
the terrible choices that we have for our candidates. Um, somebody was was making a point that I was like, oh man, I had not considered that, um, or at least not considered it as deeply as maybe I should have. Um, but it was asking between the two, who would you prefer between Biden and Trump specifically? Who would you prefer to negotiate with Vladimir Putin, for example, or um, uh, Kim Jong-un, or who would you rather be the face of the military or be the face of, of uh, negotiating hard topics but, with... But I can't foreign... say either one. No, no, no. I, obviously, neither one is ideal, yeah. but out of the two, would you rather the one... Would you rather the more aggressive in your face one or the more the the career politician? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and this is this is just just bullshit and speculation. Like, just what do you think between again just between the two? What do what do you think is is more favorable? Um, to I guess for lack of a better term, get the job done. It's uh it's definitely uh thought experiment that I would uh, need time to explore, but off the top of my head, uh, you have Trump being the more aggressive uh, kind of bully. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you don't scare me, Putin, you don't scare me, Kim Jong-un uh, kind of guy, mm -hmm. but that could go either it works or they hate us more and have it a seems... reason to attack. Mm -hmm. um, on Biden's side, it would be like, oh, this guy's going to put his tail between his legs. And, <laughs> and, and that might work in our favor, it might not. I don't get the vibe that he'd tuck his tail. I do get the vibe that there would be uh, you know, a lot of convoluted, politicized, bureaucratic uh, non-movement of certain issues. Uh, well, I think that goes on either way. Right, no, obviously. But I'm saying that um, I, don't see, I don't see Biden as a scaredy cat. I see him maybe as um, manipulable. Ma manip he, he's able to be manipulated. Right. I don't know if manipulable is a word. If it is, trademark. If it isn't, then I'm making it right now. Manipulable? It. It's just too hard to say. It doesn't come off the tongue very manipulatable. well. Manipulatable? There you go. Who knows? Um, he seems like he he, he comes off as, as, as a politician puppet, you know. Yeah. Wherever the money is, there's going to be some strings pulled. Is, yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. Behind the um, and and it's just that general pol politician mistrust that I don't know where what it is about you, but you don't give me a completely genuine or honest vibe. You 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 seem fabricated. You you seem right. Um, like you're trying to get me to believe something. Especially like I think I mentioned it before, but. Uh, when you watch the debates and then you see him turn to the camera and start mm -hmm. talking it like you can see the lies in his eyes it's really fucking weird yeah but it, and then and then again to to compare and contrast um you know you you have uh trump who's as direct and blunt as it gets but comes off as incompetent uh to me anyway um just just by if if you don't arrogance no, 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 just how he talks. Right. Like, when he's talking, he sounds like he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Absolutely. And um, it really it really bothers me because it affects how we're, you know, as a, as a whole, as a nation, uh, perceived. Right. And it doesn't bother me because everybody's not like that. It bothers me because 
so many people are like that, and it's like, just talking please don't make ass. please don't make that person the face. Please don't make that person the the uh, the one that everybody meets uh, or or associates this with. You see what I'm saying? Um, so I mean the. Mm. Between the two, if it was me, it depends on... It really just depends on uh, how, what what kind of end we're trying to achieve, you know? Like, if we're just trying to be the biggest, baddest bully in the, in the playground, then uh, Trump seems like not only the ideal candidate, but the almost the only guy for the job, you know what I mean? Uh, right. But if we're talking about keeping the... Keeping the pace, keeping keeping up the the I guess tradition, keeping up the of behind the scene deals and right of <laughs> of just crooked government, uh, not trustworthy, a uh, whole bunch of promises that aren't going to be delivered on, you know that kind of thing. If we want to just uh, go back to like the old way before Trump, um, it, it 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 seems like the real only the only real purpose it would serve is to. Uh, add to the you know overall complacency of, of the american people just kind of be like all right we had a little hiccup we had a little scare but let's just go back to the old way where we do didn't think, like it but it wasn't think, as in our face as it is right now you know? do you think that's what a lot of people want uh, is that do you think they would rather go back to a time where yeah. all that stuff was behind doors and less i mean it seemed like people were more comfortable in the mundane lives that we were living and we weren't so aware of all of this nobody i know that's voting for biden likes biden if that answers your question got you um they they see him as better than trump um some people especially like older uh older people will like sit there and defend him but very few or would you say most most people are voting for kamala harris uh, eh, no, I don't think that that's any more accurate than saying that uh, a lot of people are voting for Mike Pence. Nobody's voting for the vice president. Like, I, it, it, that's that's just my perception of it. I could be dead wrong. But yeah, I don't know. I kind of I, I kind of lean towards like what 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 do you have to gain by not voting her as the president? It, it like uh, if if she was going to be the president, then why didn't everybody vote for her to be the president and not the vice president? Because I, it might have been a, a tactic from the Democratic Party uh, that. Biden has a longer history. It it would be easier for Biden to pass uh, as president. Um, I see what you. Okay, I think I see what you're saying, but but let's let's just let's scrutinize this uh, this idea for a second. So we the the claim the subject right now is that people are voting for Biden to vote for Kamala Harris. So are we saying that we believe that Joe Biden will die or be impeached in office? possibly i think i think that might be like it's 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 morbid <laughs> to say that that would be the hope of some people but it's definitely more of a there's more of a chance of that happening than you know trump dying and pence being president i, I see what you're saying okay so between the two absolutely um i can see that being being what people believe i don't personally agree with the conclusion there or that um, i don't that think kamala harris being vice president is for one she's a woman and a lot of people want women in office should have voted for her. um yeah <laughs> but 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 then should have shown her support but, when she but when she then started again, blazing the campaign but then right? again it does it does it does the votes really matter or are there other are like you know if 
Trump loses the popular vote but wins the electoral co- college, he's st- he's president, mm-hmm. just like it happened last time. So are there are there things <clears throat> set up in place that said Kamala Harris wasn't going to win either way? So we're so we're choosing Biden as our as our front man. And are there people behind scenes who want Biden instead? Like the more well, but. Uh, the... <clears throat> I don't. I don't want to get to that question yet because I'm still stuck on. Yeah. Is he get? Are people are, voting? Are we for... are we voting for somebody who we genuinely believe will die in within enough time to to allow Kamala Harris to do something meaningful in office? Um, are are we saying that Joe Biden's gonna like fuck up so bad that he's gonna get impeached somehow and uh, then then we'll have Kamala? Well, what, like, like... what if it comes down to the point where? <clears throat> Our president uh, saying, you know, if if Biden was in office, was at a point of such cognitive decline, what point would we say we can't do this? Let's oh, the the vice president has to step up. I mean, what what do we do? What would we do in that situation? I don't know what the Constitution or any law in America says what we would do in that situation if our president is just not mentally capable to do his job i'm sure that there's some kind of you know uh safety net program type thing that it'd be be very um very sensitive because just just imagine the headline of the guy that you know more than half the country voted for is not mentally fit (laughs) well we already know that too no i i mean i'm not just talking about like being just ignorant. slipping on some about, words like, here I'm and there about like brain is not functioning to capacity you know what i mean um to the to the requirements uh that would be that'd be a new one but it's exactly what we get for voting for people who are that old that's all i'm saying yeah. like old people are great maybe maybe don't give them the keys to the country though yeah like, that's, that's no, I, I completely agree uh love old people i'll i will shake their hand i will talk to them i will give them a hug um but maybe maybe not the white house yeah maybe no i agree (laughs) i agree um i think there should be an age cap you know so so to i guess conclude um no i don't think that it's logical to say that people are voting for biden because they're voting for kamala harris i think that maybe they're supporting the team um and they I guess maybe have some kind of idea that maybe like Kamala will be able to like pull some provide yeah, exactly than... like like puppet Joe Biden. Yeah. But again, I think that that's that's um, I don't know a little a little far fetched. I think yeah. that it's it's exaggerating the perceptions of of uh, you know Joe Biden's uh, mental capabilities or lack thereof, mm-hmm. and I think that it's it's kind of it's starting to turn into like story time you know like just, just i like the fact that we're that field. i like the fact that we're having this conversation on election day <laughs> before we know the results you know like uh do you, who, do you, who do you think is gonna win trump you think he's gonna win yeah um, i don't think there's such so and i'm speaking before the results but i don't i don't actually i don't i don't think i disagree with you i think that i don't think there's such thing as a four-term presidency anymore i think they stick it out as long i think that I mean, when was the last time there was a four-term presidency? A four-term? Yeah. 
You're only allowed two terms. I mean, four year, uh, two terms, right? Wouldn't Obama for two term. terms? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Obama was, Bush was, uh, Clinton yeah. was. Oh, oh, you're, so you're saying you don't you don't think that there's a president that we're gonna have that's only gonna serve one term for for the foreseeable yeah, future? Yeah, I think it's I think it's over. I think uh, all of them, all the last ones have been two terms. I think people stick out as long as they can until they they have no option but to leave office. I think that's been the case mm-hmm. uh, for the last. Few pres- I don't remember the last time, and I'm not that old, but I I believe Clinton was eight years. I believe uh, I know Bush was eight years. I know Obama was eight years. I believe Trump is going to be eight years until he's no longer allowed to run another term. I think it's going to be that way. So I think he's going to win this one for sure. Yeah, I mean, um, I I don't. I don't supremely disagree with anything that you said. I think that it's very reasonable to assume that uh, Trump's going to win the election. Um, Do you think it's going to be another deciding factor as he loses the popular vote, but the Electoral College is the deciding decision? I do not know. <laughs> I I cannot. It's, it's, I cannot. That's why I like that. I question. like having the conversation right now because I tomorrow I could be completely wrong. Yeah, you know? No, I but, I cannot answer that question with confidence in any way, shape, or form. I I just I do not know. Yeah, well, it was like Jonathan had some pretty like he had it dialed down to numbers. Yeah, didn't he bet on it? Yeah, he made he yeah. bet against himself. Yeah, that was silly enough. Inter- yeah, that was <laughs> interesting. But he 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 had it down to numbers like it was like he was doing a spreadsheet for mm-hmm. a football game or something. Um, but um, I I do stand by the idea, and I've I've been able to call every last election, and I haven't been wrong. Hmm. That's impressive. When it like since Obama, since I was old enough to vote in two thousand eight. Well, that's only. We're on our fourth election. Yeah. But since I was old enough to vote, I knew Obama was going to win in 08. I knew he was going to win again in 2012. I knew Trump was going to win in uh, 16. I thought that 2016 was just a bad joke until it got to crunch time. And I was like, no, no, no. No, this can't be true. I I mean, I think that was the general consensus of the nation. It was like, this is, is this... I really? Think that, I think that this that's, is hilarious. Like, I think what that the that's fuck? exactly what happens when everybody thinks that somebody else is gonna take. Yeah, it. like uh, you're fucking kidding. Like there was a lot it's of people like, saying he's like he's joking. He's. It's like whenever. Uh, but someone said he whenever, couldn't do it, and that's when he's like, "All right, right now I'm for real." But it's like whenever, um, whenever like the whole class trolls the teacher by voting for, you know, whatever the like voting for the one kid that nobody thinks is gonna get voted for is just like. Like, who wants to be class president? And instead of voting for the, like, A, a student, they vote for the class clown. Uh, yeah, and then yeah. the class clown gets to, you know, clown it up for the rest of the class. And it's like, that's that's what's happening right now. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, all of the... the, the or we well, have the troll in office. That's what I think happened in 2016. Yeah. All the, the we didn't literal, take it seriously enough. Yeah, a lot of people were just like... There's no way. Like, come on. And then he just grew on it, all the assholes. Like, exactly. all the assholes then, are like... Exactly. And it's all the same kids yeah. that would have voted for, like, the asshole class clown. Right, right. In high school. You right, know what I mean? Right. It's all the same kids. Like, 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 this guy is not intelligent, but you like the fact that he's an asshole. Right. Like, like, cause, like now you have a, an asshole in charge. Right, like, exactly. Uh, 
Yeah, it's it's dude, and, and that to me, like, there's there's a part of me that's like, no, 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 we can't do this. We can't fucking do this. We cannot have this clown in office. But there's that part of me that likes when things are shaking up. <laughs> to me, it added a sense of um, excitement, like. And, and even, you know, what's about to happen now within this election. What's going to happen tomorrow? Why are all the streets boarded up? Uh-huh. Like, um... I, I did think it was funny that, um... It, just the, the finger-pointing game, it's, it's, it's always just... Like, you gotta laugh at it, or you're, you're, you're not gonna laugh at it. It's gonna be sad. But just the... The, the everybody's boarding it up so that the left doesn't smash it up or everybody oh no it it's and this is what i pointed out to jonathan yesterday was there's morons on both on on the far left and the far right we have to be equally worried about the fringes mm-hmm. whether it's the left or the right uh-huh. they're both fully capable of doing moronic shit well i mean if 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 we uh just look at it you know what i mean just the the farther away you are from the the objective center of the issue, you know, the the, the less uh, realistic you're going to be, the, le- the the less rational is what I meant to say. The less rational you're going to be, the so, more extremist you're going to yeah. be. So I mean, it's just because I've seen because because you know, yes, we all know about the hilarious uh, videos of liberals falling on their knees and crying to the sky that are hilarious. We know about the videos about, you know, the the far left uh, extremists bashing people in the head with chains. You know, we know that there is that part of the far left. It's not acceptable. Mm-hmm. But, you well, know, and- recently there's these videos of the far right, you know, pulling people over and yelling at... Like, I, I posted a video the other Riding day. people over with their cars. Yeah, and, and, like, you know, everybody in Trump shirts, like, yelling cursing people out just because they're wearing a shirt with like bernie sanders on it like like mobbing them Uh and it's like so the far right is definitely capable of doing this shit too well and i mean if um i was uh i was reading that article by uh business insider i think it was that was talking about um 329 far right extremists committing uh like like killing people 329 people were killed by far right extremists and to date, one left-wing, like, far-left extremist has killed somebody. And it was uh, this year in Portland. Hmm. Uh, somebody uh, 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 admittedly involved in, or, uh, excuse me, they said that he, he was uh, admittedly, like, sympathetic or involved with Antifa or something like that. Like, he... he he was self-proclaimed. So are Antifa. these are these and instances? He shot and killed a yeah. So he shot and killed a Trump voter, um, or a Trump supporter or something. And then um, that was again that was this year. Now this is Business Insider's claim. This isn't something that I've right. investigated so thoroughly that I. But do you like. know that? Do you know if these are instances of protests or riots, uh, when it comes to the death of caused by the left, and uh, which would be I think more likely. But what about the deaths? from the right side yeah they, so the, the, the score right now as as business insider put it was 329 to zero and then a couple months later uh the left killed somebody so it was 329 <laughs> that's extreme um well i mean and i really, feel like that would be more it really public it, knowledge it really well i mean it's not a secret like people don't not I mean, the, the only people who don't get it are, are people who support 
you know, people far watching right. Fox News. Well, it's, and... it's, it's far right people who don't believe that far right people are bad. You know what right. I mean? Um, like, even people on the right think that far right people are bad. Right. Just like even people right, on right. the left think that far left people are right. bad. So, um, it's, it's, the, it's the just removing yourself so far from the objective center of the issue that, you know, you, you, you start just being destructive, being, you're, you're not helping, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and, and the media definitely is not helping because this is, it's, it's as if they're incentivizing these actions. They're, they're feeding them the fuel uh, that they need to be fire mm-hmm. and, and they love it. They mm-hmm. love it. They feed off of it. Well, it wouldn't work if if um, like if they if, didn't if, if we didn't feed into it. You know right. what I mean? Like it, the the reason it works is because like people love it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it, we're just we're hardwired that way yeah. to love, to uh, you know tragedy to arm ourselves for combat. To, well, to well it's just for we're conflict. we're attracted to tragedy. It's like why when you're driving down the road and you see a car accident, rubbernecking. And, yeah, and everybody slows down to look. I said that to somebody the other day, and they were like, what? What? I was like, what? No, it's like, it's like your neck is rubber. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like mm. <laughs> stretching over to look. Yeah, that's one of, that's one like, of my favorite terms. I hardly ever use it, but I love that term. Rubbernecking? Yeah. It's um, a good term. But, um... need more terms like that. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Um, but yeah, we're, we're hardwired to... We feed off a of tragedy, just like... One of my favorite Tool songs, Vicarious, is... We feed off tragedy. Yes. Yeah. Uh... And it's really weird. Um, I, I I can recognize that part of me. I turn my head when I, I... I try not to out of, like... I'm more conscious of it. It's like, why do I want to turn my head and look at this car accident and possibly someone on a stretcher mm-hmm. or anything like that? Why but am I so inclined? more of a dick if you just keep keep your eyes forward and, like, don't even don't even acknowledge within your own humanity the fact that somebody else could be hurt and you could help them like Um, which one which one is is it is it virtuous is it selfish uh virtuous or selfish to rubberneck i think it could be either mm -hmm. and if you just drive on by are you more of an asshole or careless like you like it doesn't um i think it comes down to intention I, i don't know um i don't see how turning my head to look does the situation any good and keep it's, going it, but on it's by. your instinctive desire to assess the situation right right um so i don't know i mean i guess if you're just rubbernecking and you keep driving then you're a dick and please keep driving but if you if <laughs> well, you're rubbernecking I mean, because you plan on stopping then i wouldn't necessarily necessarily say that like <laughs> you're a dick because you keep because because at this point like they're on stretchers and you know there's people on site doing what they need to but, do if it happens in front of you like fucking stop and do something to, yeah, like whatever you yeah, can to yeah, help you gotta stop and render aid like i've i've definitely been in that situation like where i've seen a car flip and kids mm-hmm. fly out of the car damn it was fucking it was kids it, fly out of the yes, car yes dude it was bad it was so bad. Um, just driving down the highway, and I saw it all happen. Like, I saw a, a Hummer coming up in my rearview mirror, just flying. And there was a there was a, a a van in front of me, and I saw them merging over. And I saw this Hummer flying behind me, getting over into that same lane, just flying. I saw that one, the mother with like three kids in her van, 
merging over slowly and this guy gets around me boom Mm -hmm. slams into them Mm -mm. and like i see it all happening so i'm already slowing down because i see him coming flying behind me i see her merging on this is not going to be good so i start to slow down he rear ends her she hits the the wall on the side turns over to the right lanes in front of me and i'm just watching like she her car flips flips a couple times uh and I guess, I don't know if a kid was not in their seatbelt mm. or, or something, but one kid <clears throat> flew out of the window and fucking, thank God nobody was dead. Nobody died. And and that was one of the most frightening things was, am I going to run up to this vehicle to help to find somebody dead? Like, mm. I, and I still made, I still approached like out of. The humanity within me mm-hmm. to want to do whatever I can. I don't know if this car is going to blow up. I don't know any of that. But I'm going to get there and I'm going to do what I can to help and get somebody out of this situation. Um, what can I do? And Stormy was in the car with me and I told her, call 911. We pulled over. I said, call 911. Tell them what happened. The Hummer kept going. Like, no idea whether he just killed a whole family mm. or took away a mother's ch- child. They kept fucking going. I saw what exit they took. I I told Stormy call call nine one one, tell them what just happened. Tell them that the Hummer kept going. We didn't get a license plate, but it's a yellow Hummer, um, and they took exit four ninety one or whatever exit it was. Uh, just give them that information. And I'm gonna go see what I can do to mm-hmm. help. Uh, but, and I mean, but. If I was that one of the crazy, man. if I was one of the people who were driving by that accident ten minutes after the fact, and there's paramedics there with stretchers, it's it's okay to drive by. Mm, fair enough. Uh, there's there was a uh, that makes me want to tell a story where I did a good thing. Let's too, do story so, time, man. So I'm gonna do that too. <laughs> uh, no, there was how awesome uh, are you, Isaiah? Right. Uh, <laughs> there's this one time where. Um, I was at uh, I was at a car wash. We were vacuuming out the car, uh, uh, Chelsea and I, and um, we were you know doing the washing, doing the vacuuming, and all of that. And uh, I was like, man, I really gotta go to the bathroom. And um, I there there wasn't a bathroom at that car wash, so I had to like walk across the street to the gas station on the corner. And when I went to the gas station on the corner, um, I was like walking up, walking up, and then uh, this person was like they're they were sitting in the they were sitting in the driver's side and they had their leg out of the window and they had their foot on the brake and they were like texting on their phone or something like that and then i guess something happened where they like got excited because they let their foot off the brake and then like looked up as they were moving and then like started like fumbling but didn't make it in time and literally like she was so close to the to the like pump that the door like closed on her leg while it was open and then it was just like just <laughs> dragging because yeah because like she was like ah and like focusing on her leg God. and then she was literally like she like the the uh the vehicle was like here's the pump and here's the car and she was like she was like this with the door open and then it goes boop and like closes it on her leg and then like comes to her right here and like kind of comes into the pump a little bit so there was like this much space that I used to, um, like, turn the steering wheel and uh, get it to get it to go enough for me to, like, open the door the rest of the way, get her foot in the car, 
uh, call 911 and, like, get get her all set up. But, yeah, she got her, like, whole leg, like, smashed up by her door, like, bam, bam, bam. And see, like, there was almost this part of me that wants you to start describing how the leg was. It like, was just... What, but, just see, and that's a part of, like, now I'm, now I'm into this tragedy. <laughs> I need to know how bad was this woman's pain. Yes. Exploit her pain for me, please. And then the whole time, like... Chelsea's still cleaning the car no and idea. Uh, has no idea what's going on. And then, like, I'm, lit- I'm literally sitting here, like, they, uh, she tried to, like, crawl You're out like, of the babe, car. Babe, call the cops. Yeah, so she's, like, trying to, but I was, like, way on the other yeah, side yeah. of the road. Like, she couldn't, she didn't even see me. Um, it wasn't until, like, the, the cop lights or the ambulance lights came by that um, she noticed that, she noticed that you there was, like, there. a whole scene. Like, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that's the only time that I've, like, seen somebody like mess up their like somebody in a vehicle needed help that was the only time that this ever happened and so i guess when i was saying you know uh we have that innate desire to we feed off of tragedy and for me it's always kind of i've tried to be conscious of i think the reason why i've tried to be conscious and not rubberneck is that i don't want me to get some kind of satisfaction out of someone else's mm-hmm. pain makes sense and and i don't think like me trying to see if they're on the stretcher or not like whatever it is in us that feeds off of that i don't want to buy into it that's interesting so and then it was just like the thing was like tell me like because i did like when you're describing what happened to this lady was a lady mm-hmm. so you were just like a young girl i, I don't know you're uh, way too small to be driving right. an suv that big and you were telling me, you know, I, I, there was a part of me that wanted to know, like, blood, bones, like, what, and then I was like... Yeah, honestly, I, was no like, I don't I need... That, I know that it was pretty, like, smashed up pretty good, but it wasn't, like, like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but then, like, I stopped myself from, like, asking, like, how bloody was it? Mm-hmm. I stopped because I don't want to get any kind of satisfaction from her misfortune. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's kind of why, like... Why, why I was talking about, you know, don't be a rubbernecker when it, when it comes to, you know, when you, when you see tragedy, mm-hmm. don't feed off of it. Don't, don't get any Hollywood. kind of, Shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nah. movies are fucking awesome. Movies are awesome. I love movies. I watched uh, the big short for the first time yesterday. Have you seen that movie? I don't think so. Bro, you gotta watch that. It's an oldie, right? Yeah, it's, 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 it's aging. Um, it's, uh, it's a movie about the housing market crash, so it kind of, um... In 08? hmm Okay. Yeah, so it, it talks about, you know, the, uh, the, the whole process of how it went from, I think it was, like, the 60s or 70s, uh, some guy, like, uh, instead of just having your standard, uh, fixed-rate mortgage, mm-hmm. he introduced a, uh... Uh, like, like a fluctuating, like, like a mortgage, and I don't know anything about any of this. So yeah. I'm about to sound like no, uh, no, I'm on the but same page. If I got the terms, I'm gonna believe right, whatever you say. If I got the terms <laughs> right, it was like instead of um, instead of uh, insuring just one mortgage, there's like a mortgage bond with like thousands of mortgages that for decades and decades, essentially this this entire financial system uh, between homeowners, banks, lenders, et cetera, et cetera. Um, existed where nobody was reading, understanding, or accounting for um, the 
fine print for lack of a better mm-hmm. term these these um these these people were were moving massive 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 amounts of money and um just there was a general nothing it wasn't circulating handling. so was that an issue that that money wasn't circulating back into not one that i could speak on intelligently yeah. that's that's not really i think the goal of what they were trying to communicate there it was just essentially that there was a whole system involving very very like very the highest level of, okay. of wall street and, and so it wasn't uh, talking so it wasn't necessarily trying to solve like why the, the no no the it, to- crash. it told you exactly what happened okay it, it but it showed it from a couple of different perspectives and it was essentially just like this is how the housing market crash that affected you know the entire global economy mm-hmm. uh happened this is what happened this is how we got from point a to point b this is what happened directly after, and by the way, nobody really learned anything from it, and we're probably we're probably gonna see something uh, similar in the future. Um, and it really, it really uh, puts you know the Wall Street guys that seem so unattainable, or excuse me, untouchable. They seem so distant and detached from like our culture and society. It really like I like the movie because it puts you there, and it's just like. These are the conversations that, uh, and obviously it's Hollywood, but right. uh, these are the conversations that you know you wouldn't otherwise have ever heard or been privy to, even in a dramatized fashion. Um, so it really just kind of brings the common person, uh, who in this case was the was the also the the primary victim of this this event of the housing market crash. Um, it it really gives the the common person kind of a look behind the scenes at oh that's why i lost everything in 2008 right, right. that's why you know so, that's why that that's this is what they were doing you know kind of makes I mean? me want like so you need to watch that movie i will um it sounds great but i mean it it starts to it makes me start to think about uh the situation now mm-hmm. how housing is and how our generation uh, is having a really hard time affording being able to afford housing. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the one of the uh, standout lines in that movie was uh, with the prices of uh, houses soaring and the wages staying, you know, flat, staying stagnant. And we uh, we see it happen. Houses are debts; they're not assets. You know, right. it's it's just debt. You know, what I mean? right? And um, the the uh, that does stand out. Yeah, it really does. Because I mean, and when you think about it, when with the way that everything was going then, with uh, you know so many people getting evicted and so many people losing their homes and and things like that, it was just it's very eye opening. Yeah, um, and do you think so? It was saying, you were saying, nobody really learned from what happened then, and it's I mean, a, and it's a problem it. Have, that who who do you know that talks about it? Nobody. Absolutely nobody. Um, and and do you nobody think... that I know in any well, not in any circle. There are there are circles that I am acquainted with or that I know of. There are people that I know that might be a little bit more informed about this. But in general, like if I was to it's not spitball public. a number, if I was to spitball a number, it'd be like one percent of everybody that I've ever met uh, has any idea what happened, and even fewer have. A comprehensive understanding. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So and, how and that it was happened the, and that how we can the, avoid it in the future. Right, and that was one of the underlying messages of the movie is is just the level of incompetence. The 
the role that incompetence had to play in this uh, financial disaster that affected, you know, millions and millions and millions of people. And as I recall, when it happened, and even after the fact, uh, you know, of course there was a slight recovery, Mm -hmm. but I don't remember it being much of a talking point when it came to who our political leaders are and who we're, when we're choosing our political leaders kind of sounds like it's something definitely something that we need to start pushing more when we're when we're deciding who our political leaders are um it it always it always really bugs me when i learn about something that i should know more about mm-hmm. through like uh, 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 like a, movie, a Hollywood movie, a movie or a cartoon or a, a even like a Netflix documentary. It's like, why is the only way to consume this information via Netflix? Excuse me. The the the. Why is it? And no no no. I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm I, saying yeah. on my end. Like, why is it that I have allowed myself to get to this point where I am so ignorant to the to the stuff that i need to know that the 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 lowest hanging fruit that i can grab is the is the only way and i've i've uh I've that i would of, ever even be introduced to the concept of the idea i've just noticed by sitting this, on my couch going like right this. oh shit i need to pay more attention to that so i've noticed this as a problem within our society just because nobody understood the social dilemma until I the documentary came. I haven't seen it because I already known this has been a problem. <laughs> I don't need to see it because I've been aware of this for for years and I'm gonna, years. I'm gonna watch it and I'm gonna and then I'm gonna we'll have a conversation about it. We'll but see. but I mean now so many people are aware and it's like how was it that you only became aware when it was a Netflix documentary? Mm-hmm. How have you not been observant enough to understand that mm-hmm. this is a problem? That's what it is. It, it makes it makes you feel like you haven't been observant when when you when you find stuff like that. And that's, yeah. that's... And, and and I'm I mean I'm I'm guilty of it too uh-huh. on on different on other topics. When it came to the topics that were discussed in the social dilemma, I've been quite aware for that of that since high school for over 10 years maybe even more uh you know i don't know if it's just like willful ignorance uh complacency ignorance is bliss right uh, right distraction and now so many people are so surprised and it's like well yeah this is what i've been on about this whole time (laughs) like it's a my thing is whenever i was uh Especially, like, whenever I was in high school uh, or, like, high school age, I was terrible at um, sorting, you know, at, at sourcing credible sources. Uh, I was terrible at, at distinguishing bullshit from not bullshit. I got all my information from song lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Song lyrics yeah. and YouTube videos. From System of a Down and Rage Against the Machine. And so, um, I forget where I was going with that. Essentially, just... That's that. That was my my base of knowledge, and uh, there's not a lot of that that I still like that I can even still explore or reflect on or contemplate on. It's just like, oh no, I, I believed a lot of like really dumb, stupid bullshit. <laughs> so yeah, for sure. I wasn't. Um, uh, I wasn't. I, I wasn't woke enough at the time to pick up on. That's what it was. No, it's it's it, funny because. All of the, uh, I've always been very, 
leaned on, I wouldn't ever say that I was an activist, but mm-hmm. I kind of leaned towards it. And I was always very aware of uh, things that were happening in our society and the things that needed to be like changed. Like I, I have a friend who sent a drawing of mine that I drew when I was like 14 years old. And it was all about uh, like the, the, you know, like war, why are we at war? And like like barrels of oil and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, and I was always very critical of George Bush uh, when I was fourteen years old or when I was a young teenager. Um, I was all and even at the time I had a, a government teacher. Uh, I was I think I was a freshman mm-hmm. and I had a government teacher. One of my classes was government, and this guy actually worked in Washington. Uh, so uh, he, I'm sure he's very politically aware of a lot of things. And as a 14 year old, I challenged his view on the war in Iraq mm-hmm. and, um, he gave me a lot of props and, and I was the only one in the class who had, uh, was able to articulate, yeah, articulate and think outside of the box. And that's something he, uh, he, after the class, he took me aside and he's like, uh, I, I really appreciate you stepping out to speak about the way you feel about that and and being somewhat knowledgeable. He's like, mm-hmm. you think outside the box, and that is great. We need more people like that in society. Mm. And so he kind of just gave me a pat on the back for being a 14-year-old mm-hmm. who was able to think for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say that I was uh, exceedingly competent as a teenager. I probably wasn't either, I... but I thought outside the box. I questioned everything. Yeah. I didn't necessarily know anything, but I did not believe anything just because somebody told me. Right. So, Which is very valuable, and more people need to... But the pro- the pitfall there was that I didn't believe anything to a fault. Right. So it was That's like, if I didn't... If it didn't make sense to me with my level of understanding, like, as, as l- just dumb and uneducated as I was at mm-hmm. the time, then I didn't believe it. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So it had to make sense to me specifically... Right. And I, was a, I didn't acknowledge the possibility that there were things beyond my understanding that I still needed to uh, take It was kind of just to, arrogance. Just yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, skeptical definitely arrogance. And, but yeah, just supreme skepticism. Just I don't believe anything that doesn't make sense to me, but that, that also made me gullible to things that did make sense in the explanation, even if, only, even if it was only because I didn't understand, like, for example, the science behind it. Um, there's like a lot of there's a lot conspiracy of conspiracy especially conspiracy theories. Alex stuff. Jones kind of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, um, see, I didn't know. I I think I consumed media from Infowars for right. like a year straight before I realized that it was bullshit. Yeah. And again, this is as a teenager, and I'm just like, do you guys not realize uh, about the the mind control or the sensationalism? You know, just there there was just crazy, 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 crazy shit. And it's like, do you know what they're really doing? And it's like, looking back Who at that, it's they? like, holy like, shit, I'm super glad <laughs> I figured that out real quick. Now, um, I believe I believe in conspiracies. Uh, I don't know. I think they're... Your they're, they're what, are, what are some that you definitely believe in that are definitely your favorite? I don't know, man. Um, We're going to have to... I think... I think Lyndon B. Johnson had JFK killed. Oh, shit. 
I've never even heard that one. So that's one that uh, I've kind of come... That's a conclusion that I've come to myself. Uh, hold on, hold on. So, don't forget, uh, we had that guy that we were talking to about just discussing conspiracy theories. I don't right. know if you remember that. I'd like to have... We're going to we're gonna have to get him on to, to... We can't get too much of the juicy stuff out before we, ha- we, we get him on. For sure. I but, think uh, uh, we got to uh, wrap now, this up anyway. Just oh, yeah, yeah, If you got... If you got something else, uh, we're about an hour and ten in, um, and I got Apple calling me. Oh uh, yeah. Tech issues. Yeah, um, I might I might have to exp- if this if they can't work out the problem, <laughs> I might have to expose Apple on the podcast. Oh no! And, and I'm not gonna go too further into it, but just um, put him on speaker while we're podcasting. <laughs> I mean, we're about he's he's gonna call me back and. Uh, I'm talking to a, a much higher level, somebody who can pull strings at Apple. Um, I sent Tim Cook an email, the CEO. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I came down to the fact that I, I don't want to go too far into it. If, <laughs> if, it. if they cannot solve this, then I will expose Apple. You're going to get blasted. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, uh, blast. we definitely have uh, uh, a lot of good conversations coming up with some uh some fun conversations mm-hmm. let's get this political shit over with and then let's start having fun like that's i want to start having fun also like always be conscious of society political issues or any way that we need to change and push our society forward but let's get to the, the juicy stuff that like we have some of those coming up so i'm excited about that for sure for sure all right well Thank Have you. a great rest of your day. I gotta stop clapping like that. I gotta stop doing that right, right at the end. Just get a, a peek. Yeah. In All right. Well, thank you guys, and we'll see you next week. Later.